into the fire. Run. Run! Hello and welcome to episode 44 of Out of the Frying Pan, a Middle-Earth strategy battle game podcast. Quite a merry gathering. What's that? Tea? No, thank you. A little red wine, I think, for me. <laughs> How's it going, mate? All good, thank you. It seems a bit weird doing this, doesn't it? It's a bit weird actually not having to be um, too conscious about the fact I'm on camera for once, which is uh, <laughs> always interesting. Is, is, this the first, this is the first time we've recorded out of the frying pan with our cameras on, isn't it? We normally yes, don't subject um, each other to uh, to each other's faces, but because we're also going to be recording something afterwards that requires cameras, we've uh, we switched them on early. But of course, the the good listeners can't see our faces, which is good for the out of the frying pan listeners, <laughs> and maybe not so good for the hobby hour viewers later on. But uh, um, so a bit of a shorter episode this time round, Dan. Um, we're uh, we wanted to discuss a cool event that you've been involved in and running. Um, and have a little bit of a catch up and make sure that we're still putting some out of the frying pans out there as well, because we still want to keep this show going, even though it's slowing down a little bit. Um, and talk a little bit about what we're up to. Um, so, shall we start off with some news, Dan? Do you want to fire out? What, what's the news we've had for in the middle of world since we last recorded? Well, it's been a bit thin on the ground. If you take the moaning out, which we do try <laughs> to around here... Um, we would leave us almost nothing, but um, we did get something at Warhammer Fest, which was oh, a month ago now, mm-hmm. circa a month. Um, we got the Get Off the Road diorama. Um, to those of you who have been hiding under a rock, <laughs> it is the diorama from the same scene from the books, and uh, although not titled as such from the movies, where the hobbits hide under a log from a ring wraith when they're still in the Shire when they've been told to get off the road after they found a shortcut to mushrooms and Merry breaks his carrot. <laughs> so they've done a resin diorama. Uh, it's going to be forge-wild. They've not mentioned prices yet. It looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, from my personal opinion, it's an absolute banger. Um, I appreciate not everyone's happy with it. A lot of people prefer a playing piece. Not going to especially get into that because we've already done uh, the, the sort of talking about People moaning, uh, yeah. done it to death. So let's not let's let's talk about the positives. It's a really lovely looking diorama. You can remove the ring wraith, yep. which is pretty cool. Um, obviously, you don't get a, a foot one, but doesn't matter. It means you've finally got a resin uh, mounted ring wraith, which makes me very happy. Yeah, so it means I can actually put it in my mortar army. Hooray! So um, happy days. Mm-hmm. It, uh, I think apart from that, we haven't had a huge amount, but there's been numerous um, events. Uh, Announced for one world, the teams, doubles, uh, tickets have been on sale for both, I think, now. Okay. Uh, probably sold out. I, I they usually sell out really quick, don't they? Attention. They usually sell out like that, don't they? So, I, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't look at the look at the tickets this time around, so um, so I don't know, but I'm assuming they've sold out. I'd be surprised if they, if they haven't. Um, it's normally, I know the throne sells out super quick, but these normally fairly quick as well, if not as quick. But, um, but yeah, but that's it. Yeah, it, it has been thin, thin on the ground. Um, I suppose most of the people who listen to this that are interested in our thoughts on it would have potentially watched us discuss it on the hobby hour anyway, which we'll talk about what that is in a minute, just in case there's a few people that don't know what that is. 
Um, but yeah, I think the minutes is absolutely stunning. And I think it's a bit of a shame that there's controversy around the amount of things that hasn't been announced that have probably detracted from how nice the miniature is. And had that been part of the uh, three or four things being announced, um, then people would have been raving about that as well. Unfortunately, it became a bit of a target for, for people's frustrations. And I can understand the frustration a little bit if this is your only game you're into. Um, I can understand why people would be disappointed, but yeah, it's about how you disappointed my um my logical my boring logical brain tells me that um, there was a good reason why they couldn't show stuff and they even hinted at that so we've just trust them they've done a, they've done such a good job since the game's come back um limited resources um those of us that have been around the game for a few years and then the people that have been around for many 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 years all think they've done a I want to say all a, a majority i'd say think they've done a pretty good job and it'd be a shame to lose sight of that as the game grows and the community grows um it you know it's not 40k it's not age of sigma and those are the games that really have all of the the resources put into them it's a specialist design studio game and um resources are limited and there are other restrictions and things as well so we don't know what what the reasons were but just trust them that i don't know i just got the impression that they wanted to show more and they couldn't for whatever reason that is and i'm sure we'll find out hopefully at some point in a few months or so um and i'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt and i'm waiting to see um, rather than be all doom and gloom about it i know some people are talking about licenses and things but um we'll find out when they're ready to tell us i suppose but i i think or even uh, if they can it's uh <laughs> i don't think they get their kicks from saying we know what you don't on our and uh I don't think there's anything of the sort in that, is there? I think no, it's just a case no, of and it, circumstances are what they are. And regardless of regardless if they could tell us or not and haven't, it won't be the, the fault of the, the guys that are writing the game, working in the game, designing the miniatures, any of that kind of stuff. They don't you know, they, they don't have anything really to do with the, the businesses and licensing side of things. So if they if they've been told not to say anything, there's little they can do about it. So it always feels like and not just not just Middle Earth, but any game system at Games Workshop, the 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 IR seems to be targeted at the 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 people that uh, work in the studios and stuff, and it's it's not going to be them that are making uh, decisions around that, unfortunately. So, but yeah, I love the miniature; it's fantastic. Looking forward to finding out some more stuff later in the year, hopefully that um, cheers people up a little bit because I think there'll be some more cool stuff to come. Um, but yeah. With that being the end of the news, Dan, what have you been up to Middle Earth wise? Have you done anything Middle Earth wise in the last since we last recorded? Uh, not a huge amount. I've got some bits and pieces on the block. Um, it'll probably come as no surprise to anyone that I did have a planned secret army for Battlestreams meetup, which mm-hmm. is now less than three weeks away. That's just not happened. Work has been pretty brutal. Um, it's easing up slightly now, which is nice, but it's left me with not enough time left to get the army finished for that. Still not mm. going to say what it is because there's a potential I'll uh, just paint it and take it to something else. Mm. Fair enough. Six hundred points is a good it's a good amount. I'll get it done eventually. Um, so that's a bit disappointing, unfortunately. Um, I did do my Forge World. I'm on Hen, and I bought the head um, down near. Fell over when the guy told me how much it was at the till. Um, <laughs> kind of, uh, I went up to Warhammer World with the boys. Um, we were playing other games. I did, did sort of play a bit of Heresy and a few other bits and pieces, but I uh, thought, right, it's time to pick up that uh, Amon Enhead. No prices, which is usually a bad sign. If you have to ask, you can't afford it. Um, <laughs> got to the till, £30, please. I went, ah, 
I mean, I bought it. There's, there's no, there's not kid around. I did, I did buy it, but yeah, yeah. I'm not normally one for taking a lump out of um, well anything really for prices because it costs what it costs. If you can't afford it, you can't afford it. Kind of one of that's life, really, isn't it? Um, mm. But that one did sting a little bit. It is for a one-piece mold that's not particularly big. Thirty pounds did seem a little rough. Mm-hmm. But I suppose there's license fees and all this other stuff in it, and someone had to sculpt it and tool it and all that stuff. So I try not to whinge too much about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. I painted that up um, alongside Avon Hen, uh, ready for the event, which we'll come to. And apart from buying some plinths and finally getting Frodo his plinth sorted, because uh, I did him uh, at a skillyaf at 40 mil when I did what three months ago. Yeah. Um, that's all I've done, which isn't exactly a whole lot, which is kind of ties into why we've become more sporadic i think we've not we've put some bits and pieces out but we've not really touched on it, have we the fact that neither of us are doing much the release schedule is a bit um sparse shall we put it yeah so not for putting content out for content's sake so that's why it's been so long since we've actually one of us at least has done something and again that's no knock on <laughs> on either one of us it's just that neither of us have been doing something i have done something so we've got something to record yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's um, I've it's been a long time since I've done any Middle Earth hobby. I'm still really interested in the game, and I'm not quitting the game ever. Um, but I am playing other things, and because I'm not an event goer, I think it's probably similar for you. There isn't something mm. driving that all the time. So as my gaming sort of waxes and wanes, and I play other things and do other things, time is limited. So it all, you know, it'll be a new release or something that gets my juices flowing for a project or something. Um, and there's lots of other exciting things at the moment. Um, I've been still doing my historical bits, and the old world is, uh, you know, at some point on the horizon. It might be on a horizon that's two years away. We don't know, but it's definitely got my juices flowing. I've been doing bits for that as well. So. Middle Earth will definitely cycle back around, um, but that's that's why we've um, been less frequent. And like you said, we've we've got something to talk about today that's Middle Earth related, so we're giving it its due and, and putting it out on this platform. I suppose if anyone is listening to this and, and hasn't noticed, I suppose if you're not on social media um, or you don't use it much, you may have missed that that, that Dan and I are doing a a video podcast called The Hobby Hour which is a general anything goes uh, podcast. Um, and that's kind of filling in the gaps a little bit for us to still have this conversation um, when there's less Middle Earthy stuff. Now we'll talk about Middle Earth stuff on there anyway. Um, we're going to be recording one of those later today as well. And we'll no doubt the stuff we talk about here will be talked about on that, but in a, in a different kind of um, different weighting, um, so to speak. So the main topic here will be a part of Dan's hobby, what you've been up to kind of thing, rather than a more in-depth chat. So we are still around. So if you haven't heard that announcement and you do like just hearing us ramble on about painting and things another hobby look out for the hobby hour i'm hosting it on my own youtube channel which is miniature realms and as usual there's links all in the show notes and things for that so go and go and listen to us there um so middle um out of the frying pan is not going anywhere we're not going to just stop doing it but it will be a sporadic release now as and when something comes up and we'll put a bit a bit of a show out and i'm sure in the future when there's a new book or some new releases and we get into a run of it there might suddenly be a, a, a spate of episodes on a one go so just keep subscribed and enjoy us when we turn up in your uh, your podcast player um i mean i i've not done anything middle earth as i've already said there so there's little for me to to, to sort of to talk about there um i was supposed to do a middle earth um 
commission in July. Um, the client sadly had to pull out, sort of gutted. It was uh, a Hobbit one as well. I was really looking, it was one of those jobs I was super looking forward to doing, and uh, <laughs> um, so it was. It was. I was a bit sad, not just because I lost work, because I, I can I can change that, I can fix that more. Because I was really, he's a really nice client, and I was really looking forward to doing the work for him. But um, he had he had some car issues, so uh, so hopefully he's um, he's got got that sorted, and I get to do that again, and maybe next year or something like that. So my 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 work Middle Earth went away from me as well. But anyway, shall we take a little break, Dan? And then when we'll come back, we'll talk about the main topic of the show today, which is a little event you were running. The hour grows late and bland of grey plastic comes seeking my counsel. You are sure of this, Blandalf? Yes, the event is fully painted. It was in the event pack, under my nose the whole time. Yet you did not have the wit to see it. Your love for the Facebook group has slowed your mind. We must join him, Blandalf. The commission painter. We must be fully painted. When did Surly Man the White give in to madness? But I am now Surly Man of many colours. Miniature Realm Studio is a commission painting service. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Or contact us directly at miniaturerealmstudio at gmail.com. You have elected the way of paint. Welcome back. And we're here for our main topic today. Our Council of Elrond. And we're talking about the Dominion of Sauron, which is a Greetings of the Warp event. But I'll pass you over to Dan straight away because he's the one that, that did this. I had absolutely nothing to do with this. So, Dan, tell us about what the event was. Well, you did allow me to besmirch our frying pan's good name in the in pursuit of personal glory. No, not at all. It's um, <laughs> basically, uh, for those who aren't aware of who they are, there's a group of chaps um, who are in the Midlands called Greetings from the Warp. Uh, they started off doing 40k events, branched heavily into heresy. They are one of the bigger organisers for heresy. Really, really nice group of guys. Um, and we have known each other for years and last year they approached me about um running something middle earth related there uh which we started looking at but in the end it didn't really get off the ground uh, a few people may have seen at one point an abortive attempt to sell some tickets for something um <laughs> but that sort of died on the vine a little bit um i think there were a number of reasons for that so it wasn't promoted especially well myself included and I don't think we really knew what we wanted it to be. Yeah. Um, so, oh, beginning of the year, uh, I think it was beginning of the year, um, they came back, uh, Chris, uh, Chris Lord, who we'll speak about further in a bit, uh, he's involved in it heavily, along with a guy called Andy. Uh, he approached and said, look, we want to give this another go, but we want to do it as part of like a specialist game weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm guessing most people listening know what specialist games means, but at risk of teaching grandma to suck eggs it's the specialist game studio of uh, games workshop so you're talking uh blood bowl middle earth um necromunda all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um what they wanted to do was a weekend uh running conjunction with the guys from Carl paint um they are sort of a they sort of a painting community but they they have a patron they do painting classes they do uh, live classes um or like road shows around around the country uh they were there as well 
and they wanted to do an event that encapsulated all the cool things about specialist games. So we have four different events on over two days. There was two events on each day, uh, single day events. There was uh, Warhammer Fantasy Battle 8th edition, yeah, which is a bit of a roll up to uh, Old World. Everyone's really quite excited about that. Uh, and um, Edip Titanicus, and then that was Saturday, and then Sunday was myself running Middle Earth and uh, the running Necromunda as well. So, um, my event was uh, called the Dominion of Sauron 600 points, um, Green Alliance only uh, event, um, not GBHL, uh, very much touted as being a friendly. Um, sort of community growth style um, event because people will immediately jump on this and say, yes, there are events, but it is a bit thin on the ground around my area, Peterborough, mm-hmm. um, for Middle-earth events. You've got um, obviously Harry running stuff over at Lincoln with Imps, and then there's some bits, obviously, in Seventh City, Nottingham. Yeah. And then otherwise it's sort of down London way. There's a few guys over, obviously, the East Anglia Hobbit League. They're doing stuff Norwich way, I think, for the most part. You're kind of stuck in the middle there of a lot of play, lot of good hubs for gaming. Yeah. Because the area, your Peterborough area is quite big and you've got a lot of gamers there, but you you are, you are stuck in the middle. You, for a start, you're very close to Nottingham, so a lot of people are just going to... It's only, what, it's an hour in the car for you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I mean, um, depends who you ask, but uh, depends <laughs> yeah, how heavy your foot is. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, there's there's a whole bunch of people doing bits and pieces around us, but um, sort of had a fledgling thing going for Middle Earth pre COVID, but COVID sort of killed it off, and then they released um, what was it, uh, the last edition of 40k, and then they've read on heresy, so yeah, got that's that's kind of taken hold again. So yeah, um, it was uh, run nearly two weeks ago. Now we're talking about it. So it was uh, the first weekend of June, mm-hmm. uh, running over at uh, Greetings for the Wharf, which is uh, in Earthlingborough, which is just outside uh, Northampton. Yeah. Um, obviously, I really, really enjoyed myself. Um, first thing I will say is that when this episode goes out, um, the there'll be some snaps from taken from over the weekend. Uh, the tables, um, the armies from armies on parade. Mm-hmm. It's a few bits and pieces. I didn't get as much in the way of photos um, as I wanted to because we're busy running the thing, which was cool. Um, there were twelve players all in all. Um, I will, for the for the sake of this, actually uh, sort of read them all out because I'm really grateful to every single one of them for coming out and playing some games and taking a risk on a relative unknown in terms of tournament organization within the middle of the community. So um, yeah, absolutely. Oliver Jeffcoat, Ben Taylor, Harvey, Rob, John, Richard, Neal, Robert Davies, Nathan Talbot, Jack Darlington, Carl Daly, Boris Herzog, James Barrett, Julian Harris, and James Richardson. You are all legends. And I very much appreciate you taking the risk on me and coming down with a really, really, really positive uh, attitude, played some cracking games, brought some beautiful armies. I can't thank you all enough. Uh, I might have put it on, but you guys made the event, so thank you to you all. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, it seems like some names I recognise there. So, yeah, there were three um, of the battle streamers mm-hmm. um, in uh, James Barrett, uh, Carl, and uh, Nathan. Yep, which was really cool. The fact they uh, came down. Um, obviously, 
the B-side lot are, are a good bunch and they all came down with the, the right attitudes and made it really friendly. There were a bunch of new people who came. Um, it was two people's first Middle Earth event they'd ever been to, mm-hmm. which was cool, which was my mate Ben and uh, James Richardson came along as well. He brought yeah. his Azog's Legion. Really, really lovely chap. Um, Ben's a lovely chap as well, but I think I know him better than that. I've known him too long <laughs> to say that. Keep a straight face. <laughs> no, he's a good lad. Um and I'm really glad he came because he's been uh, sort of neck deep in uh, doing heresy and other bits and pieces as well. So it was really good to uh, see him playing some Middle Earth. Yeah, nice. It's, well, it seems like it's the, the perfect size and the, the type of event you were going for. It just sounds like it's the right thing to do to for a new player. It's that, it's that perfect kind of thing you want as often as a new player, isn't it? To blood yourself in a new game system. It's that, that one day uh, sort of... 12 people-ish around that sort of mark. It's just exactly what you need to not be overawed, not hit too many uh, big big names on big tables at the top kind of thing and um, just know you're going to have a nice relaxed time. Yeah, I mean, there was some... Um, the armies were nice and varied. There wasn't one single Rohan player, which I was gobsmacked because there's always Rohan. Um, we did have Assault on Lothlorien, but uh-huh. it was um, a really chilled out list and played really, really well. And if I uh, remember rightly, he actually lost two of his three games as well. Oh, dear. Yeah, yeah. Rob's a really nice chap, though. He um, was at um, Throne uh, alongside James. I met them uh, last year in December. Really, really, really lovely pair of guys. And um, Rob does some really cool um, gaming, uh, sort of kind of like carry cases slash display cases. He had one of them with him. Um, Goes by, I think it's Revenant Miniatures um he contacted me i'm gonna actually pick one up they're really 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 nice Mm, uh yeah revenant miniatures so um we'll find a a way of linking that in the show notes yeah well i want i want to send me a link as well i'm interested that sounds interesting Mm. yeah yeah um yeah but he brought his um yes on lothlorian we had a couple of um army of the dead players uh two mumax one was runners harad with camels that was um uh Jack Darlington's army, really, really nice army that. Yeah, I think I saw And then Ben took his elephant as well. Mm-hmm. Uh running a sort of uh mix of um Harad slash uh, serpent horde. Uh and then we had we had a break in the fellowship, which is pretty cool to see at the, that point. Um what else did we have? We had Azog's Legion. Oh no, were they Azog's they do Azog's Legion because there was some uh Gundabad orcs in there. Yeah. Uh, what else did we have? We had some uh, Rivendell Elves, and we had a really cool sort of uh, Minister of Soup list from Carl. We had Goblin Town. Nice. Which wasn't nearly as egregious as it could be. Uh, <laughs> Boris running that, he, he got a number of um, most sporting votes for that, so it goes to show, you know, you can nice. play those slightly um, <laughs> soupy lists and still, uh, you know, big old horde lists and give your opponent a really good fun engaging time as well rather than just um you know spending five million years moving goblins <laughs> True. yeah there, there was uh, just a really really lovely bunch of people and uh yeah it was really good to see people again as well people who haven't seen in a while um as i said we played three games yep. uh we played uh just games out of the match play guide as i said it was a a beginner's event mm. so what I wanted to do was stick to games. I didn't want to write custom scenarios. I wanted to write stuff that's in the book, that's relatively well known, it's balanced. Yeah. It's game types that would allow people who, who hopefully in the right spirit, um, if they were playing a newer player, 
would know the scenarios well and assist them and play them together. Yeah. Which seemed to be the case. Everyone was sort of helping each other out. And, you know, I think I was asked about two or three questions the whole day in terms of rules, which was really good because that was probably the most terrifying part for me because <laughs> I'm not as up on the rules as other people. But luckily, the rule questions I could answer and they were right, as it turns out. Hooray. <laughs> Can't argue with that. So, yeah, we play three games. Uh, Domination, Destroy the Supplies, and Assassination. Nice. Nice. Did you... None of them, were, I think, are particularly egregious uh, or too swingy. There's no, opportunity not, for not all at all. Did you random? Did you pick those or were they random? I picked those. Random. Yeah, that's a nice way to do it when it's a, that kind of event Because, well. yeah, I mean, like, uh, some of the... Seize the prize can go very wrong very quickly. Yeah. And, a contest of champions. If you get a bad matchup, your game's almost over yeah. before it begins. <laughs> so it's it was good to play some relatively well balanced against each other, relatively open, not too swingy uh, scenarios that would allow people to just have a, have a laugh, really. Yeah, and if you're running your first event as well, you can if you pick them beforehand, you can always make sure that you're well and truly swatted up on the the. The scenarios you're running that day as well, which I'm sure was helpful. Did you run it Swiss yeah. on your computer? Or did you use any particular software or anything to do it? Or uh, I just um, put people together. I mean, I for game one, I tried to. I knew roughly who most of the people involved were. So what I tried to do was pair new players with people who are slightly more tenured and, yeah. as I know them, not not to cast any aspersions on anyone else, but there were people I knew who were really good with new players who were friendly and really welcoming and patient and would show them a really good time um good good. and then after that i just generally let people um pick who they wanted to play oh nice that's a nice approach and then paired up the remainder yeah so did you did you you have it as placings then or did you was it just like a more of an open play no it was entirely open play um it may upset there's there's probably people with Jamie, if you're listening to this, um, you know, might hear you, his head implode um, sometime in the next week or two. Uh, there were no prizes for placing, cool. none whatsoever. I was not in the, the, the habit of rewarding uh, placing. Um, that may not be everyone's cup of tea, and that's absolutely fair enough. People get different things from different games, but uh, I didn't want to encourage people to go and go hard. I wanted to encourage people to do some really nice hobby, turn up and have a really good laugh with people, encourage people to be as, you know, welcoming and inclusive and friendly as possible. Um, Excellent. And kind of that's what we did, really. Um, there were four prizes. Um, peer voted best army. And yep. I was very specific about saying best army because that means that if you like someone's theme, it doesn't matter if it's not technically the best painted. Yeah. But if they've put some effort into it um, and made a nice theme, I mean, it can be the best painted. I mean, that's, that's something to be considered. But um, yeah. And that was one uh, by Jack Darlington. Um, obviously, by the time this comes out, you should be able to go onto the Add to the Frying Pan um, group page or onto our main Facebook page and find the armies. Uh-huh. I'll put their names underneath each of them. Um, I think the stickers are actually in the, the, the actual pictures, but I will caption them anyway. Um, he had his Mahood um, army with the camels and stuff. Really yep. nice army. That got best uh, best army, voted by peers. Um, best painted, uh, which was TO voted, and I got um, some of the other TOs from the other events to sort of chip in and give me their opinion as well. Uh, it was won by James Barrett. He took his um, Rise of the Necromancer mm-hmm. Legion. Nice. Um, really, really nice. He did a little display for it and everything. Really cool little uh, looking uh, force that. 
Uh, wooden spoon was uh, Mr. Nathan Talbot. <laughs> so you, you didn't do placings, but you did do last place. <laughs> I did do last place. Oh, I, mean, I thoroughly encouraged a race to the bottom, and it could only ever have been won by Nathan, who was always thoroughly. Did you only place? Did you only do last place because you knew he was coming? And <laughs> uh, well, no. To be fair, um, I thought it was just a really nice way of of rewarding. The people who just turned up and gave it a really good go. Oh, oh I was only joking. I mean, but you, the fact that you already had his name engraved on the spoon was... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I did contemplate actually buying the spoon, but every time I do that, you have to treat it. Otherwise, because whenever you write or paint on it, it just absorbs into it, unless you yeah. buy a really expensive wooden spoon, and I'm not, I'm not doing that. No. <laughs> so um, every time we've bought a wooden spoon, and I've tried to write it on a permanent marker, it just ends up like bleeding out like a 40-year-old <laughs> tattoo. It's not good. Um, and then I, I couldn't believe it when I said it, but uh, sportsman went to Ben Taylor. Ooh, okay, which cool. Was, well done, Ben. And I love the bloke to death, but he is the world's most, uh, <laughs> I would say, well-versed professional wind-up you've ever met. Yes. He, he, he turns being a wind-up into an art form. I've never met anyone who can annoy me or make me mad so fast. <laughs> he loves it. And he'll look at you square in the eye, and he'll and he'll hold, it, and then he'll grin. And I was oh, but yeah, he won he won sportsman, which is really really nice. Um, he obviously had a really good time, um, which was good. Uh, everyone had a good time playing him, which again is great with his elephant, um, which has been interestingly modelled. Oh. I may have mentioned this elephant oh, previously yes. in the, yeah, the podcast. Yeah. Yes, the fact that people could see how that had been modelled from across the room. <laughs> <laughs> was telling oh dear uh go go and consult the pictures people you'll yes. be able to see <laughs> worth it for that alone probably but yeah we, we we played some we played some really good games and um the food's always good there because um mr chris lord uh he has become somewhat of a, a sort of a smoker barbecue aficionado oh he's become very very good at it very very good at it so all of the food now that's served at ratings from the walk events is barbecue. Oh God, sounds which good. is awesome. Yeah, that sounds good. Oh, so yeah. he he does sort of all the burgers stuff, but there was uh, pork belly burnt ends and buffalo wings and oh, uh, really good. and he did nachos and all sorts of stuff. Mm, you're making Probably me hungry thinking about it. it sounds right. good. So badly that weekend. <laughs> so so badly. <laughs> but yeah, so um good times up by all. Again, huge, huge thanks to everyone who came. Um to other people in the other events who came over and were really kind. Um to the other event organizers, um James who ran uh, Necromunda, we sort of pitched in together and helped set the hall up because we were both doing the Sunday. Yeah. Um and he's a lovely chap, and his Necromunda boards are absolutely mental. So um, if you get the opportunity, people, go and have a look on Instagram for Tabletop War James. Mm-hmm. His uh, boards, I mean, they've got LEDs, resin pores. Yeah, it's he does, he absolutely does bonkers how much he's done. Yeah, which definitely so. Really, really so he's got some good social media. I don't know if he's still done stuff on his YouTube channel. I don't know if he... Uh, he I think he's done a few bits of late, yes. Mm-hmm. So definitely So his stuff's well worth a, a look. Um, and then Andy, uh, who's of greetings for the Warp, he ran the One Fancy Battle on the Saturday, which looked awesome. There were some really, really nice armies there. You'd have been in your element. You'd have mm-hmm. absolutely loved it. I'm sure I would be. Uh, 
And then uh, Alex um, Riddick, uh, he ran um, the Satanicus, and your erstwhile former podcast host was there. <laughs> Tom. Tom. Bless him. He has not changed <laughs> he, at he's, all. You know, he's not still loud and sweary, is he? God, that was uh, yes. Yes, he is. <laughs> incredibly loud, incredibly sweary, yes. Bless. I keep thinking we should. He we, he needs, we need to get him on the hobby hour um, to talk about stuff he's, he does with with Adeptus Titanicus at some point but I'm going to have yeah. to get the bleep out a lot I think um, I don't want to be demonetized on my channel for that but we, we'll have to cross that <laughs> that bridge one day but it would be good to get him on <laughs> yeah definitely um, it was it was good and obviously um, you and I have, have spoken about making plans to um, sort of do a hobby day uh, this year yes. and he's I said to him, he'll have to pop by and, and, and swear for us. Yeah. yeah, well, I can I can definitely swear myself. I just don't do it on mic <laughs> with the microphone in front of me. Um, I try not to. Um, yeah, we do need to arrange that. Um, my my year filling up. Well, but it, it won't be to the autumn, put it that way, because my yeah. whole summer is taken care of already. And what well, it was a month ago. Yeah. So, and back end of October and beginning of November are pretty chocker for me as well. So uh, including, we will, uh, as Mr. usual, we, we will wedding. get. Oh, oh, cool. All right. So we'll, yeah. So we'll, we, yeah, we keep talking about it. But um, I, I looked at my summer and went, uh, and then didn't, get, didn't think about it again. So we do need to plan something. In. Um, well, one thing we haven't talked about that we have organized is we are going to see each other at. Um, Crackle. Yes. Later in the year. Yes, yes, here we are. So um yeah, you're not playing Middle Earth, funnily enough, but um yeah, I'm sure we'll talk about that on the hobby hour in, in a bit more detail. But yes, we will see each other then, but we've definitely got to arrange something other than that so we can get a get a few games in. Definitely some Middle Earth and then try out something else as well, no doubt. Um but um yeah. Play a bit of fantasy battle, I should have some stuff painted by then. That would be good. That would be good. What well, if we're painting you know, I'll try and get some stuff painted. Depends well, it depends when we meet up, doesn't it? Really. Um, it does. Really, really does. And depends yeah, when what rules soon, are... there'll be nothing painted, I tell no. you. <laughs> no. Well I still haven't painted any more of mine. Well, I'm painting individual models, but again we'll save that chatter for the for the hobby hours. So if you're intrigued by that, dear listener, um you'll have to uh, go over to YouTube to uh, hear about our chat about that kind of stuff. So back to your event stuff then. So what what what's your are you is it something you want to run again next year? Um or is it a Yeah, uh, there's already been discussions about it. Um only initial forays of do you want to do that again? And everyone's good. Yeah, yeah, I'd be up for doing that again. So yep, good there's a good chance we will. Um hopefully Carl Paint will be back again because um what I might do is uh Andy was running two events Saturday and Sunday, Andy Wardle. He ran uh brush skills on the Saturday and as luck would have it, he ran non-metal metallics on the Sunday, which is something I'd like to mm-hmm. go and do one day course on that. Um so hopefully next year, provided the way things are set up and everything allows for, I might want to do one of the courses as well while yeah, I'm there. He's gonna make sure he does the course we that you see. want to do on the day that you're not running the event. So. This is true, but you know, <laughs> you never know. Where's the TO? Where's the TO? Oh, he's off painting over there again. Uh, Gallivanting. Is there anything you'd do differently yes. this time? What have you? Is there anything you 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 learned from? You think, oh, you know, oh I didn't like the way that worked. I'd, you you change it. Uh, I was very very fortunate in in my friends because, uh, admittedly, I painted a few bits up, including the M1 hen bits, and fixed uh, some bits of the table that I'd done for uh, Crackcom when we went the other year. Um, yeah. I was reliant on other people for some of my terrain. Yes. And yeah. I think I'd like to have some more stuff prepped 
for next time. Um, he's going to do it. Um, so big thanks to like Carl. He brought a few bits and pieces, which were I had some generic train, which I'd have uh, borrowed off Shep, who was uh, there for the weekend. He was playing um, Edip Satanicus and Necromunda. Really yeah. nice guy. He's Peterborough local. And I, uh, I pinched some of his more generic stuff that were, I was able to add some of um, Carl's Midlurf, um sort of Oscillia Thruins and bits and pieces too to right, yeah. bring it in line. And all the tables look really nice, actually, by the end of it. So I am very grateful to those who pitched in to help. I would like to have more of that in my control next time because it was a little bit of a concern, niggling doubt at the back of my head. It's a tricky one, away. isn't it? Middle-earth is good in that sense that you hasn't got a really, really... Well, it's got a strong aesthetic, but so much of it is the real world. So you can you can go a long mm. way with having a, a big stock of generic hills and trees and that kind of stuff, but stuff that would work for historical gaming as much as... Yeah. as a, just just general generic 28 mil scenery but then yeah you do want some a few little things that are recognizable for middle earth to really kind of give it that get like give it that feel um so maybe 3d printed stuff is the way to go um yeah it's also really hard wearing some of your you get your fdm sort of style stuff um you can be you know if you varnish it well it can just be chucked in a box as well it's um it's really super light and um takes not being knocked whereas if you scratch build stuff where you've got mdbf buildings and stuff like that they don't tend to survive many events very well but the um 3d printer stuff tends to work that's that's all his he printed out so much forest stuff mm. um I, I stole most of it did two tables worth with it and then he had some really nice ice terrain as well so i pinched nice. that and put some oscillate runes in that to look a bit like um angmar yeah kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. kind of thing oh, going nice. on there um yeah, so there was some some cool tables, um, which again I have got to say thank you to the people who assisted me on. So cheers, guys, really appreciate. It. Most of this is me thanking other people who basically organised the whole <laughs> thing for me. I did very little, but um, there was a lot of faffing about, and the week preceding was an awful lot of admin um, creating. Like, obviously, I had to create the players packs. Did that a little while ago, which I actually quite enjoy. That's a hangover from previous events I used to do for Heresy and stuff. I always quite like doing a pack. Yeah. Um, but it was also because I've, I've got all the PDFs of um, the books and stuff, like the, the all the uh, the ebooks rather. Um, yeah. So I was able to snag the um, the scenarios out and print those off, and that way I could do handouts. I had to do all my slips and you know all of that stuff in the lead up to the event. It's the the dull stuff, but it needs to be done to make it run smooth. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So that was most of it. Well, I'm glad it went well for you. It sounds like um, that the players enjoyed it as well. <laughs> um, you, you didn't, uh, you didn't seem too stressed leading up to it, and um, you seem happy enough afterwards. So it's no. always a good side. Just tired, but that's probably your work more than. Uh, yeah, more than I wish, else. I wish, I wish, I wish I'd taken that Monday off. As it turned out, it's probably a good job I didn't come think of it because. Yeah, it's been fun times at work in the last week or two, but um, yeah, I was tired. Um, Still not really caught up, to be fair. Because Paul straight into the weekend got tattooed, and then it's been thirty degrees practically, so sleep hasn't come easy. Nope. Say that to parents, so I can't really moan about sleep, can I? <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's getting to the stage now. Youngest is four; he sleeps through most nights now. No, still not all most. And he's in, yeah, I'm at this glorious stage where they. It's mostly seven o'clock onwards when the first one's awake. It's like dead on seven, but. It's been eight years of having 
always been woken up before seven o'clock. So that's that's back in the realms of just getting up for work time no, rather than <laughs> getting up before work time. So it's it's getting it's getting better. It's definitely getting better. Right then. Right. So let's take a really, really quick break and we'll come back and uh, close the show down. <coughs> And welcome back to the end of the show. And well, we're just here to say goodbye. And we probably don't have much other information to impart. We could have done the goodbye bit as it was. But let's stick to the usual format. <laughs> Dan, is there anyone like you'd like to say goodbye to or thank or any messages before we let these good people go? Well, as, as I said before, thanks to everyone who came to the event. Thanks to everyone from the other events who were so complimentary about what we were up to, who were attending for any of the other events. Um, Thanks to um, everyone who's hanging around and still listening to us after we've been <laughs> missing for such a long time. Uh, thank you to everyone who followed us over to the Hobby Hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, please, I encourage you all to do so um, because we actually get to talk about some pretty interesting non-Middle-Earth-related topical conversations, which is pretty cool. Yep, and we do talk and, about Middle-Earth yeah. on there as well. Um, we've actually talked about the the little bit of Middle-Earth news that there was there first because it happened to come up after the, in, our, in our Warhammer Fest episode on there, so you may well get some stuff sooner. But yes, other than that, thank you for everyone that hasn't um, unsubscribed and is keeping us in their list. As I said earlier, we will still produce um, podcasts as and when we feel we've got enough content. And if you're interested in wargaming in general, um, do check us out on the Hobby Hour, as Dan has said. But anyway, thanks very much. Take care, guys, and we'll catch you soon. (laughs) 